You're listening to Newsline Live podcast. I'm Neha. Donald Trump, the only former United States president to have ever faced criminal charges, made his first court appearance in Manhattan after he was indicted by a Manhattan grand jury in connection with hush money payments involving porn stars Stormy Daniels and former Playboy model Karen McDougal. The former United States president pled not guilty to 34 felony criminal charges. He has specifically been accused of falsifying business records to cover up the hush money payments he orchestrated to two women in order to suppress publication of his sexual encounters with them ahead of the 2016 elections. Now remember, by itself, this falsification of business records only amounts to a misdemeanor charge in New York, where the case is playing out. But prosecutors have accused Trump of falsifying said business records in order to, quote, conceal an illegal conspiracy to undermine the integrity of the 2016 presidential election and other violations of election laws, unquote. This then elevates the charge to that of a felony with up to four years of jail time. Trump's next in-person hearing in the case will be held in December. Trump also addressed a crowd in Mar-a-Lago in which he mostly claimed that the case was a witch hunt against him to destroy his re-election bid, while also stressing he's not guilty. They can't beat us at the ballot box, so they try to beat us through the law, quote-unquote, Trump said. While this is the gist of the case against Trump, let's try to understand what it means for the former United States president. Joining me on today's podcast is my colleague Rohit Sharma from New York. Hi, Rohit. Thanks for being here. Hi, Nia. Good morning. Rohit, do tell us what all happened during Trump's first court appearance in Manhattan as he surrendered to face criminal charges. Well, it was it was a very interesting day in New York. Um, Donald Trump, you know, who, who famously, very famously said uh, during the 2016 election cycle that he could shoot a man in Manhattan and would not even, you know, nobody would do anything. He would not get caught. You know, nobody could prosecute him. Um, was in the Manhattan criminal court yesterday and trying to see, you know, what was ahead of him with 34 counts of charges, which again, as you explained, uh, have turned felony as far as the Manhattan district attorney is concerned. Um, he looked somewhere, uh, you know, he obviously did not uh, want to be there as, as we've all seen with the pictures. Um, and somebody, you know, who was, he was in total shock, somebody who'd never anticipated that he would be brought to a criminal court in Manhattan of all places where, you know, people will be able to tell him, you know, hey, do this, sit here, give us your fingerprints, take a mugshot. I mean, it was a very embarrassing day for Donald Trump. And knowing, you know, how Donald Trump operates, this reminded me of the 2012 White House Correspondents' Dinner when Obama actually roasted Donald Trump. I saw the same expressions on Donald Trump's face. Um, so if you were a MAGA Republican, if you're a Donald Trump supporter, if you're Donald Trump themselves, it was pretty embarrassing, but also the fact that this is what you know his movement thrives on. He's been calling for witch hunt since 2016. He's been stating that the, the establishment does not like him. He's been stating that the Democrats don't like him. I mean, so I think all of that, you know, all of the, the speeches and the allegations he's made over the years, yesterday was a culmination of all of that. And we saw, well, you know, what he said in his speech as well. Yeah, but he's also in a denial mode. You know, he's calling the courts biased and he's saying it's a witch hunt to tank his re-election bid, especially so given that the Manhattan DA driving this case is a Democrat. What's your take on this? Yeah, I mean, so so again, any you know, for Donald Trump, you know, the, the saying goes either you're with him or you're against him, right? There's, there's no neutral ground. 
Um, and I think that that's what it has been. I mean, they, again, and I also do want to point out a very interesting thing. There was a dossier that was leaked in 2016, right before the election. You know, just talked about how he's compromised by the Russians and, and all that stuff and made huge splash in news in the U.S. And he kept denying it. Two and a half years later, I think in 2017-ish, oh, sorry, 2018-ish, it turned out that the dossier was fabricated. There was you know, Nobody could substantiate what was written in it. So there are, there have been instances where, you know, Donald Trump uh, and his claims have been proven right. Um, so that gives his supporters, um, you know, some faith in what he says. Now, as far as this, this charge is concerned, uh, you know, nobody's denying the fact that money was paid to uh, the porn star, um, Stormy Daniels. Um, nobody's denying the fact that Michael Cohen paid that money. The, the, the issue at hand is the... Trump organization that paid the money in their general ledger book, the GL, uh, which is what everybody uses, falsified their records. So they said, well, we're paying this guy as a legal fee, which turned out to be hush money. That's the case. And that is illegal in New York, in Manhattan. And you've got to understand why, because there's so many businesses that operate from that, from Manhattan, right? You've got all the, the big shots, uh, banks, everybody in Manhattan. So there is a law that says you can't be doing that. And each payment that was made to Michael Cohen turned out to be a felony charge because it, it, I, think they, I think he split out that $130,000 in like 30-plus payments or something like that. So by law in New York, what Donald Trump did, um, falsifying his business record, is, is a felony. Um, in most cases, you know, you, you would probably, you know, get a fine. You probably you know, may get um, some kind of probation and all that stuff. But because this is this is Donald Trump, this is the man who has been, who served as ex-president, and uh, there, the district attorney happens to be a Democrat. I think Donald Trump and, and his claims uh, probably, you know, look more um, meaningful to his base about, hey, you know what, this is a Democrat trying to prosecute me because I'm running for president. And I think it will definitely resonate with his base. All right. Rohit, elections are due to happen next year in the U.S. How big of a blow is Trump's indictment for the Republicans? No, um, it will only matter if he becomes the no nominee, right? I mean, as, as far as Donald Trump is concerned and his, you know, his Republican chances are concerned, I think this is great for him because that's what his, his movement thrives on about, you know, all these, um, hey, you know what, the, the big establishment is out to get me. And the reason they want to get get me is because I'm, you know, not their man. I'm the outsider. I want to do real change and all that stuff, right? So I think within the primaries, uh, he will be able to use this. Um, and if if, you, if you've seen his his popularity has soared again uh, within the Republican Party, so it, it provides him, you know, that little bit of advantage again over his uh, competitors in the Republican primaries. If he were to become a nominee and go, you know, head to head with Joe Biden again, uh, a lot will matter, you know, where the U.S. is at that point in time. We've seen a lot of people protesting or, you know, talking about not funding Ukraine, you know, and, and inflation and domestic policies and all that stuff. So we'll have to take a stock uh, next fall where, where it would be. But I think, you know, it, it if in short term, uh, there are two more court cases that Trump has to appear um, and I think it's it's going to probably, you know, within his party, elevate him to 
hey, you know what, these guys are get out to get me, but at the same time, uh, provide an opportunity for him to, you know, uh, sort of sharpen his message that he's the real outsider and that's why people want to get him, be it Republicans or Democrats. But can he really uh, run for the presidency if he's convicted in this case? Oh, he can. He can even run the government from jail. I mean, even if he were to, like, honestly, if he were to even get elected as a president, you know, uh, he could go in a cell in Manhattan or wherever the jail is, right? He could run the government from there because the U.S. Constitution never prepared for this. They did not know if there could be a president who would get convicted and all that. You know, the requirements are pretty simple. You've got to be a 35-year-old National Ball American citizen, uh, right? And that's the case. I mean, there's nothing about conviction and criminal and all that stuff. So um, I think uh, he he probably, I mean, his team obviously knows that. Um, and I don't think it will end in that way, to be honest with you, Neha, because uh, he's got a very strong legal team. And in past such cases, you know, you could, you could file motions, you can delay proceedings, and, and you can do a lot of stuff. And uh, he's always had lawyers around him. So I'm pretty sure, you know, he will somehow manage to get out of this. But if not, and if it does get convicted, um, he can still go on and win the election and, and run the government uh, from the jail for all that matters to, to you know, his base. All right. What's the response of the American people to his indictment? Do they believe he should continue running for president even after the indictment? So his supporters believe that. And we've seen that because he's been able to raise around $8 million in the past 10 days. Um, and that is what matters to him. The general public that I spoke to in New York, and I'm talking about New Yorkers, um, they honestly, you know, some of them did not even care. Um, for them, it was just another day. Um, and again, this is Manhattan where the, Repub the, Repub the Republican support is is pretty, pretty, pretty low. So I'm pretty sure like some of them, you know, were nonchalant about it. But um, I think as as all Americans across the U.S., I mean, if, if I were to go to Kentucky and ask people there, you know, they would be they would be absolutely behind Donald Trump. I mean, Kentucky, Arkansas, all these places. Right. So I think um, we'll have to wait and watch what happens next. But for now, looks like it's advantage Donald Trump. All right. Finally, Rohit, is this indictment the biggest worry for Trump, given there are several other cases vis-a-vis -vis election interference? No, I, th I think this is the least of his concerns. Um, you know, we, we've got the one in Georgia. That's a big one. Uh, we've got the Jan 6 committee that tries, is still trying to somehow get to Trump. Then we've got um, the Espionage Act, right, where he's taken secret documents to Mar-a-Lago. And then there's um, the Letitia James, who's investigating his family. So he's got a lot of legal problems. Um, you know, I don't think this is the one that he would be really worried about. The one that could possibly disqualify him was the Espionage Act. Um, and again, uh, that, that also applies now to, to the sitting president, Joe Biden, because even secret documents were found at his place. So, um, no, I don't think this is, this is his, his worry. Um, I think what what he probably would want is freedom to be able to travel and, and not be worried and bogged down by these these court appearances, right? Because he's running an election. I mean, he's running in an election rather. So um, his fear would be, you know, getting bogged down by these these appearances and not being able to to you know sort of um, give a clear message to to his audience. Because I mean, at some point in time, he needs to win over the independent voters. He needs to win those Democratic voters, and he would be. He needs to be able to explain to them what's going on, which is pretty easier for his his base, but not so much for an average American. So I think that, that message would be his biggest worry. How does he go back and say, you know what, 
these guys are doing X to me or you know, this is a witch hunt because I don't think, you know, he's quite figured out what that because is that uh, independents and Democrats would buy. All right, I'll wrap up on that note. Thank you, Rohit, for joining me with all of those details. Thank you all for listening.